Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 246 of We Podcast and We Know Things where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. It's time to podcast. Yu-Gi-Oh, you said? You gotta watch Yu-Gi-Oh to understand that one. Yeah, I don't know it. Today, Junior? Yeah, it's like a spitter. It's like in duel on the Ds, he just like spins the disc and then just duel and then bang, the intro kicks. So yeah, if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, you get it. If not, yeah. That's neat. Well, this is week number two for me coming at you from my dining room. Tried to get the studio back in order and I probably could have done it down there tonight, but I was running so late. Yeah, thank that you. We, Almost three floods in eight days. We would, uh, yeah, I got water again yesterday, but I luckily had prepared and. Oh, this, uh, the sand did uh, save you, huh? No, no, no. We didn't have enough water to come in the bottom, but I still have that top leak. I did. I show oh, you yeah, that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But today, uh, I went to the hardware store and bought sealant for the outside. I figured out where it's coming from, so I'm just going to do nice. that. Yeah. Nice. So I should be good, unless I'm wrong, and that's not where it's coming from. But so anyway, next rainstorm. I could have done it tonight. Like the, the carpet is is coming along really nicely. I got two fans going it on at 24 hours a day to kind of dry it out. I have baking soda and like OxyClean and all this stuff going to get it fresh again. So it's not going bad, but I moved all the furniture. So to be able to do it down there, I'd have probably taken a half hour just to get that furniture yeah. back in order. So I'm just doing a sacrifice and doing maybe it next week. Again. Maybe next week. It'll be back next week unless we get a rainstorm before I can get outside and fix it. But uh, yeah, week two of doing it in my dining room. It actually, I listened back to the episode. The audio wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It so like it's, you know, you're just in a big open space. I did. Yeah, it, it doesn't afterwards though. Like when I do it in post, it sounds much better. Okay, in, cool. in post production because I do my my magic to it, if you will, if you will. So it's not the worst thing ever. So and we got good feedback from a couple people said I couldn't really tell. So that's nice. I was talking a little bit lower than normal. I wasn't my normal energetic self, but really didn't have too much to get excited last week. I think a Nickelodeon game was like the highlight. Of the show. <laughs> it really was, but, <laughs> but it looked cool. This week, happy Ted Lasso Day, everybody. By the time you're hearing this, season two of Ted Lasso is now available. He-Man is available on Netflix right now. Yeah, there you go. So you got He-Man and oh, Masters of the Universe. What's it called? Reconciliation or something? And then Revolution. Uh, something. And then, uh, and then yeah, Ted Lasso season two on Apple TV+. Plus. I believe they dropped just one episode. I wouldn't be shocked if they do two or three just to get the ball rolling. But... Uh, we're recording this on Thursday. That's why I don't know the answer. But um, yeah, happy Ted Lasso Day. Happy uh, Masters of the Universe Day to all those out there who celebrate. <laughs> it's a it's a monumentous occasion. I'm very, very excited that we have something to watch on Fridays again for the next couple. Actually, it'll take us through the baby. So that's great. Um, so yeah, that was it, everybody. Episode 246. See you later. Good night. Uh, <laughs> big show for you tonight. Uh, we got our picks of the week. We got trivia, eight for me, seven and a half for Sam. He is storming back like the rain we've gotten over the past week. Just storming. We're actually going to start in gaming tonight. So Sam is going to begin the hosting duties tonight. He's going to be in the chair. We got Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword uh, HD impressions. We got Pokemon Unite impressions. We got one of our favorite stories every month, the NPD numbers for June 2021. What were the best-selling games of June? Uh, We have... EA was not wrong. They said a, a remaster or a remake was coming of an old franchise. They delivered big time today, although the rest of their presentation was a dud. 
Uh, we got some Skate 4 news, some Ghost of Tsushima news, some Dying Light news, and some Wii U news in 2021. And even for Sam, some Yu-Gi-Oh! news. So I'm really excited on that. Maybe Don't call maybe, it a comeback. Maybe that will be the thing to push Sam to buy a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> of all things, is Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> it, before, it was uh, not Bakugan. What was the other anime that you sent me? You and Nico? Zoids? Yeah, that's it. It's funny. Uh, I watched the first episode. I got it in uh, Blu-ray today and... It was just like, oh, man, I'm going down memory lane. That's awesome. Uh, I'll take back over for the rest of the show for movies and television. Movies, we got a review for Snake Eyes. That's out now in theaters. Like, that really snuck up on us uh, like crazy, if you will. But uh, we have now. So this is the thing. We have Black Widow spoilers this week, but we're not going to do like a whole spoiler cast. I mean, you got our impressions last week. That's not going to change. But this time, the discussion we're going to have we're going to be able to talk freely about what we liked and didn't like without the you know restriction of spoiler. So it won't be this super long discussion, um, you know, 15, 16 minutes or whatever, but we'll yeah, at least be able to. We're not going to like break any barriers. I, I, I think the issues have, have kind of been, you know, talked about like evenly throughout. Yeah. And we'll be able to finally kind of take the, the, you know, the kid gloves off when it comes to the spoiler thing on things we liked and things we didn't. But I'm really excited to have that conversation because it's going to lead into our top three for the week because phase four of Marvel, now that we have a theatrical release and all the Disney Plus stuff, we now have kind of two realms for phase four. We're going to talk about what doesn't work about phase four. So it could be specific episodes of something. It could be specific themes. It could be a specific single event of an episode or in a movie. But some the top three things we just don't feel are working in phase four of Marvel so far, so far, so far, there you go. Uh, we have impressions for the Dune trailer, for Jackass Forever trailer. We have um, TV news, some some big news about the Continental. Sam and I are really excited about that show uh, in the John Wick universe. We have some more uh, Billions news, some Legends of the Hidden Temple news, and of course, The Last of Us. Sam will give us his weekly wada, and we will get on out of here. But before we do that, let's start where we haven't ever before. Sam, I got my Xbox Series S. Hey, I, you sent me the picture, and I was like, of course. Now he's going to be gaming out of his mind. Yeah, I am. I was thinking about doing an unboxing live on the show. I'm going to skip it, but it is in front of me. It does look just gorge. The controller looks just gorge. I haven't taken it out of the box yet, but the controller on the picture, it just looks, it looks like everything I've ever wanted. Now, this thing does look like a subwoofer. Uh, 100%. I was going to say, there's no getting around the subwoofer. You, I don't yeah. care what you say. Yeah, but I am very much enjoying it. I don't need a 4K you know, output on a, on a $300 device when it's going to give me, I think it goes up to 1440p, which at that point, you're splitting hairs so much. It can run 120 frames per second. That's what I care about is the frame rate. Uh, so yes, it is going to be awesome. This is going to be my Game Pass machine right here. I'm, I'm tapping on it. Um, so yeah, when I unbox it myself, I don't know when I'm going to get to play it. I think I'll probably be able to break it out by like Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. I'm hoping, um, I don't think this weekend I'm going to get a chance, but hopefully I can by next pod. I'll just give you some overall impressions of how it runs the dashboards. I'm going to have game pass. So I'll give you some impressions of what game pass is like, cause I only had it for like a week before. So, um, I never really got a chance to dive in. And then I'll give you impressions on how things play. So I'm excited to talk about the series S we'll save that for next week and we'll start where we customarily do with our picks of the week. Oh, I finally started it. I finally completed it. Cobra Kai. Nice. I watched the first three seasons, and I would agree. Season three is the least favorite. It, it, it It's just slow. It, it, yeah. It's kind of tough to pick up where they left off with two. Like I, I thought season one and two were excellent. I, I really enjoyed both, but three was definitely clearly the weak link of the three. 
But I mean, it, it, it's as as you as you said, I think before, it reexamines the Miyagi verse, and you gotta get to see this thirty four years later after Karate Kid, Daniel Larusso, Johnny Lawrence, they're back. The rivalry's there, and you know he wants to bring back Cobra Kai and all the cameos, and you know it's it was very like nostalgic. And you said it right, you know this is for the adults. Mighty Ducks was for the kids. Um, I, I just love that it started on YouTube, made its way over to Netflix. Freaking Will Smith, one of the executive producers. Hopefully they, I, I feel, I hope that season four is going to be, it should be a step in the right direction. I kind of like where they ended it. It's coming out this year. So we got season three and four, both in the same calendar yeah. year, which is great. Yeah. So they say, it says Q4 2021. So hopefully it doesn't get it delayed. Um, I could see it going for another season. I don't know if they'd wrap it up in just one season. What kind of what Netflix didn't acqu- Netflix did not acquire it to do one or two seasons. Yeah, they, they drop money. They're gonna. I, I'm expecting this to go like a, a six season show. Although they do cancel a lot of things after just one season. So. True, but hey, they're this. But, they're, they have four, so I feel like Cobra Kai is okay. In January, well, the first two were YouTube, and I think even parts of three yeah. were YouTube. So. Um, I mean, like Netflix is in a good spot with the show. If you, I mean, see the thing is you didn't watch it back in January, but when it dropped, boy, howdy, did it take over, man? This yeah. and WandaVision were like the two biggest shows of January and it kind of took over and it was, I liked season three. I thought it was fun. I just didn't think it was as good as the first it, two. The biggest problem slow. I had. Yeah. Yeah. Slow. Yeah. I like slow. It slow doesn't bother I do, me. Dude, I like slow too, but from one and two are, I, you know, the cameos were cool in three, but. Yeah, that's the part where I didn't like was they took it to like the sequels, which I didn't. I've never seen the sequels outside of the next Karate Kid with uh, what's her face. I can't think of her name right now. Judge uh, Swank. It's oh hilarious. man, thank God that was almost your trivia question. Hilary <laughs> <laughs> Swank, I think that's is like it? the only one exactly I've ever who seen. It is. Uh, so I don't know who that Japanese guy was that they sat down. And, I didn't know any of that. So um, I do know who he is. He's a well-regarded actor and other things. But the biggest problem I had with three. And again, this is for a bigger problem for me because I had watched it live as it dropped. When the trailer released for three, it gave away. Wait, don't wh- say the spoiler for this. I'm not, dude. Okay. Come on. Come on. It so. gave away the ending of two. And like uh, uh, if if yeah, the person yeah. was going to be OK. And so yeah. like it was just like, come on now. Yeah. It gave it away in a trailer. And I was like, that that really lessens the impact of the how yeah. two ends yeah. and two ends. Great. Yeah, it, so. it really does. I mean, hey, if you watch Karate Kid, it's on Netflix, three seasons, 30 episodes, worth a shot. It totally is. I, I loved it, especially season one. Season one is 10 out of 10 television. Um, I'm going to go to the music space for a band I never thought I'd talk about again. Um, their 2014 release and their 2017 release outside of two songs completely lost me. For a band that I was obsessed with, paid high value to go see them multiple times with friends, and now they released new music in 2021. Matter of fact, July 14th, so just a week ago, they released three songs, and it's vintage, old school, Walk the Moon. They're back, and I am so very excited. I think they try, like, when Shut Up and Dance happened, and that's got a billion streams, literally, on Spotify, billion on YouTube. Like, that is one of the most popular songs of this generation of music. I think they tried to ride that way too hard in their 2017 album. I think that fell so flat on its face and they kind of did too. Like they couldn't catch the wave shut up and dance is seven years old now. Um, And when they released these three new songs, can you handle my love giants and I'm good. 
it brought me back to 2000, what, I think like 11 or 12 when they released their self-title with Quesadilla and Anna's Son and Tight Ropes. And like, that's the Walk the Moon that I love. And when Can You Handle My Love is kind of like newer Walk the Moon and it's good. It's not my favorite. Giants, though, is, oh my God, this song transported me back to OG Walk the Moon. And I'm Good is kind of like a hybrid of the two, which I thought was a really good mix. So these three songs, obviously, they're going to lead to a new record. And for the first time it's since 2013 or 14, I am so psyched to say I am pumped for a Walk the Moon record because this band was so good. And they're really good live, too. I've seen them three or four times live. But yeah, new Walk the Moon. Three songs, 13 minutes. You can get it on Spotify. Uh, you can get it wherever you get your music. But if you ever liked Walk the Moon, even if you just like Shut Up and Dance Casually because it's a really fun wedding song and bar song and stuff, you'll really like these three songs. And if you're an OG Walk the Moon fan like myself, you know I got into Quesadilla forever ago. It brings me back to some really good Walk the Moon levels. So I'm really excited to say it. Walk the Moon is back the uh, little three-song package here, Can You Handle My Love, Giants, which is my favorite of the three, and I'm Good. I'm Good is a breakup song that's not about breaking up. It's it's neat. It's a really cool way to tell it. He breaks up with a girl, but instead of being heartbroken, he's good. I'm, I'm good. It's really <laughs> cool. I love the premise of that song. It's like a feel-good breakup song. Really made me happy. So check it out. If you've ever liked or want to like Walk the Moon, they are back, baby. Let's get into some trivia. All right, here we go. How many Batgirls have been throughout DC history? Can I have the answers, please? A4, B5, C6, D7. Uh, four, five, six, or seven? Yes, sir. Four. Incorrect. There was five. Betty Kane, Barbara Gordon, Hella Bertolini, Charlotte, and Cassandra Kane. All right. So it's still eight for me, seven and a half for you in our race to 11 win by two. As I give you your question, your question is complicated. And I mean that from a, you got to pay attention as I read it to you. Okay. Okay, It's short. It's short, but you got to pay attention to it. It's weird. All right. So the, the band CKY, I'm on a Bam Margera CKY kick because he's, he just put out a new skate video kind of. And, uh, like he's getting back into skating. So I was watching it and it reminded me of CKY. So I went back and I watched CKY 2K and then I started wanting to listen to some CKY. So I went back and I started listening to it. And obviously their most popular song, the song we all know, you know that song, correct? Yes, sir. What's that song's title? Answers, please. Is it Disengage the Simulator? Is it 96 Quiet Bitter Beings? Is it My Promiscuous Daughter? Or is it Lost in a Contraption? What was A? A is disengage the simulator. That it is ninety six quite bitter beings. Yeah, I know. I, I never listened to CKY. I literally only know that riff. That's all I know. <laughs> in the song, I I was hoping you'd know it because in the song yeah. he says ninety six quite bitter beings. I I like I, I watched all the CKYs. I know he was into the band. Never got into the band, but I only know the riff. Yeah, and so there you go. So we both got it wrong. Sam went for it without. Oh, wait, no, you, you got answers, duh. Yeah, but I, we both went for it. We both swung and missed. That's okay. The Phillies did it too. And they it's, lost. It is, they're losing 6 nothing, and it's not pretty. I don't even have the game on yeah. because, well, I'm and, in a dining room, so it's tough. Uh, all right. It is eight for me, seven and a half for you. We'll continue on. But, Sam, 
I'm very much looking forward to this next piece. Oh, I know you are. So I'll take it over in gaming. We got two impressions, like you said earlier, but let's start with the big one. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, uh, ooh, I never played it on Wii. It was never available on Wii U and it just became available for Switch. This is my first like time playing it ever. Um, I've seen a couple like speed runs, but I had no idea what was going on. And I'm kind of new into loving Zelda since Breath of the Wild. So I have no idea what's going on with this. I know it's the earliest in the timeline. And I will caveat this review or impressions, I should say, with two things. Number one, I've only played with button controls, not motion. And number two, I have yet to dock it on my TV because it's in my basement and uh, that is currently flooded. So we're being dried. So I've only played it. Excuse me, in handheld mode. Uh, so with those seven inches to eighty. <laughs> well, 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 six point two inches because I got uh. that OG switch um, and eighty-five. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's actually a pretty funny thing. Six point. I'm going to be going up. What sixty-nine? There's seventy-nine inches. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I love the Rocco laugh. Um, although last week I thought it was Frank Frankfurt or Franklin the Turtle or whatever. Yeah, I was like, what? Come yeah. Uh, anyway, so I have played like exactly five hours. So like five hours and one That's minute solid. I've played uh, in a week. That's almost an hour a night. I feel really good about it. It's been my 1130 at night game when I finally get to go up to bed and like relax. So I've been playing about an hour and then I'll start to feel it tired and I'll, I'll put it down. And I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I don't love it yet because the controls are bothering me. They, I'm still getting used to them. I can understand this game with motion controls. I can see how it can work. I bet it works awesome. I'll never play it motion. Um, so I'm only going to play button. And the button controls are just a little bit weird to get used to. Sam, in any third-person game, let's just use Ghost of Tsushima or Last of Us. For an example, you walk with the left stick and you yeah. look with the right stick, right? Yep. You look around. Yeah. Because Skyward Sword had never had button controls before this, they mapped the button controls. The sword is the right stick, which is actually really nice. You can slash it by in any direction you move the stick. It actually works really well. Yeah. But I'm so used to looking around with that stick as opposed to slashing. So you look around with the left stick. No, you walk with the left stick. You hold L, and if you hold L and use the right stick, it moves. So it's actually a pretty neat like workaround. But it's just my, different. It's just different. My brain is not there yeah. yet. <laughs> you so gotta I'm rewire it. <laughs> right. And so when I was fighting a boss, the boss I'm currently stuck on, because you got to do a lot of moving, I'm constantly slashing when I'm trying to get out of the way of his attacks. So I've died two or three times. And I, I was gonna say like something similar, like like Devil like I'm used to playing Devil May Cry games. So when I jumped into the like, the Final Fantasy, it kind of took me a second to get used to that style that rather than like the hack and slash Devil May Cry. Right. So I'm not going to like hold that against the game because it did find a very workable or playable workaround. I am blaming myself for just not being used to it yet. And I can't, I'm at the very end of the first dungeon. I am at the boss of the first dungeon. So I'm a pretty good way into it. The downside of this game is, man, it's like a fucking Pokemon game where it holds your hand in the beginning. And I get it. I understand why it was the first entry on the Wii. The Wii was so popular and had so many new players that they were like, we got to put a little intro here for the people that have never played a Zelda game. I got that very Pokemon way of thinking, like pretend it's your first Zelda game. And it technically on the timeline is. So I understand that. But 
I just didn't. It was really tough for those first 45 minutes, man, to get through. Even though I didn't know the story and I was following along, it was just a lot of walk here, talk to this person for two seconds, walk here, and then talk to this person, then a cutscene. And I was like, so Fuck. it's it's like Pokemon a little bit, huh? Yeah, that's what I just said. Like, yeah. it's, it's a very Pokemon intro yeah. where it holds your hand. But once you get past the hand holding, it's so much fun. So bear with me for the first 45 or bear with the game for the first 45. Get through it. Pay attention to the story. Once it unleashes you, now with the quality of life changes where you have the optional hints and the optional stuff that was actually forced into the original, it actually makes it a lot more explorational, a lot more fun. The puzzles are great. The dungeon, the first dungeon is bonkers good. I love it. It's just, it's just the right amount of good puzzle, but not frustrating puzzle. So I really, really like it. I'll blame myself for the controls um, being a little wonky, and I'll blame myself for not being able to tell you what it looks like on a TV only in handheld mode. But I really like okay. it so far. I, mean, I got to imagine you're going to have a better experience on the, playing on the TV. When Fast. I get my pro controller in my hand, I'm used to the button layout of that and stuff like that. I'll totally get used to this. It's also weird because then I go to play another game. I can't talk about because I'm I'm reviewing it right now. And there's I'm an embargo. out of my mind. <laughs> and then this other Pokemon Unite game, like I'm so used to those controls that I go back to play Zelda. And I'm like, oh shit, I got to hit L to change the fucking camera. So I love it. It's, I, I should say, I really like it. I'm I'm not at love just yet, but I think I will be based on where the story's going. It looks great. Even in handheld, it is a rock solid 60 frames per second. And I can understand where the game gets the hate that it did because it, it is slow in the beginning and the controls are just a little funky. But other than that, it's a great Zelda game. I'm, I'm really liking it so far. And I would really recommend it, especially on Amazon right now because they have it for 10 bucks off. You can get it for 50 bones. That's where I got it. GameStop, 50 bucks. Um, I think even Walmart has it for 49, $49.99 right now. So if you haven't dump, jumped in or you've been kind of on the fence, it's 10 bucks off right now. Go check it out. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD gets a thumbs up from me. Now let's get your thoughts on Pokemon Unite. So I don't know if I like it or if I'm good at it. Um, I don't know. I've never played a MOBA ever. I've never played League of Legends or work or World of Work, nothing. So I went into this very cold. But what I do like is Pokemon. And what I do like is playing basketball. Uh, and you combine those two things together, and that's kind of what Pokemon Unite is. Uh, you work together with your team of five, I believe, um, and you you actually go out into the field and defeat wild Pokemon in live time battles, much like Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, so you have a live kind of time battle thing there. You start at the lowest level. So if you pick Charizard, you start as Charmander and you evolve as you get good throughout the match, the 10 minute match. It's really, oh. really cool there. Okay. Um, and as you kill, let's say, uh, an Apom or an Audino or like a Lillipup or whatever, you get points, two, three, five points. You take those points to the other side of the map and in the other play in the other team's little on the other side of the map, there's these little circles. You go up to the circle and you slam dunk your Pokeball into their zone to try and capture their zone or destroy their zone. So that's kind of where the basketball thing comes in. Um, and I, I'm good. I'm really good at like capture the flag games. I suck at shooters. I suck at gears. I suck at Call of Duty, but I'm always really good at the capture the flag stuff. I don't know why. So I'm actually good at that aspect. My first game, I was the MVP. My fifth game, I was the MVP. So two out of my first five, I was the MVP. I won my first five games. My sixth, I got demolished. I was my team MVP, but I had the worst performance ever. So I'm five and one. So like, I don't know if I'm good That's yet. Or if, 
I don't know though. It's kind of like everyone's playing it because it's free. So I could just be playing against really shitty competition. It's like it's like monkey throwing darts. <laughs> Kinda, because like you could tell when you're playing a team that's well coordinated, because there's three Pokemon coming at you. There's a Vulpix, a fucking a Venusaur, and a something, and you're just like, oh shit, I'm toast. And so like that that's the slowest Pokemon. That's the de- <laughs> well, none of that stuff matters in this game. Like type effectiveness doesn't matter. Oh. What's what's really weird about this game, why I think like I like it, but I don't is there's really no effective chat system. Like the Nintendo switch blows for voice of chat. I don't like, I'm not going to jump on discord or like FaceTime with my homies. Cause I haven't played with anybody yet and like squat it up. And like, you can, you can hit down and you get an option menu of things you want to say to your team in, in text. But like, if you're playing, it's really tough to read that at the same time. So like the communication is kind of horrible. So if you're a bad communicating team, you're going to get wiped. Um, so like, I think I like it and I think I'm good, but I also have no idea. And all the microtransactions seem to be cosmetic. So like, which is great. So like, I think I don't have to pay to win. I think I just have to pay to look cool, which I'll never do. And it's a free game on switch right now. So if you're looking for something completely different, um, I would at least give it a shot. I've played six games. They're 10 minute matches. So it's quick. I can see it if you never want to play it again. I could also see it if you could become obsessed with it. I'm somewhere in the middle. Like I think I'm so into Skyward Sword right now that like that's what I'm thinking about. But if I ever just want like if I have like 20 minutes to play as opposed to a couple hours to burn, I'll pick up Unite instead of Skyward Sword because it's it is a fun little time saver uh, or time killer, I should say. I just I don't know. I'm maining Machamp. He is awesome i think i'm going to switch it up because i got owned he's and i got think four I know why. arms of course he's good now you start with machop who's a little piece of shit but uh, i think i'm going to switch to either talon flame or alolan nine tails i think Ooh, i'm a mid-range like attacker so I'm, I'm i don't know i'll play around with it maybe you know what maybe i'll maybe my next play sessions i'll switch it up to try to find the new pokemon see if it kind of changes up the game a little bit because Right now, it, it after six matches, I can already see it kind of starting to wear its shine. But it's fun. Uh, again, it's free on the Switch right now. It's coming to mobile in September. So you have no reason not to try it. If you don't like it, delete it. I think I'll play it for like a little bit. I wouldn't be shocked if a year from now I'm still playing it or if I haven't played it in a year. Either way, wouldn't shock me. But again, as of right now, thumbs up. I like it. Next up, we have our favorite. We have the June NPD. And like what I've loved about the NPD lately is that it's been 20 games instead of 10. Uh, it's it's been a great list since since then. So Most, uh, mostly Nintendo, but well, I mean that's that's just because Nintendo dominates. That's all that is. So June, the PlayStation Five came in third, the Xbox Series X and S came in second, and the Switch came in first. Technically, uh, Xbox came in first if you count dollar sales, but obviously when you have a $500 console versus a three, yeah. It's, it's going to tilt the scale a little bit. But Xbox's best month since, I think, 2013 or something crazy, Wow, uh, which is great. Now, a lot of that to me was off the back of their E3 presentation. They did an awesome one, and PlayStation just wasn't there. And let's not forget, PlayStation 5 is A, still outselling PlayStation 4 at this time, B, still selling every unit. So what I take away is it's a great time for all three. That's just where we're at right yeah. now. Xbox is on the rise. I'm staring at my I new mean, one. I mean, all three, you... 
I don't think there is a wrong move in the bunch. You really can't. Like it, you really, really can't. I, I agree with you. Nintendo gives you the different type of first party stuff, the indies and the on the go. Xbox has Game Pass and PlayStation has some of the best exclusives, if not the best exclusives in the game. So you really can't go wrong anywhere you go. But let's go through the list here of the top 20 selling games of the month of June. Remember, Nintendo does not count digital sales. So basically every Nintendo game would probably be a little higher on the list. If digital sales were counted, they only count physical, which is which is cool. But let's go through the list. Number 20, up from number 36, Sea of Thieves, uh, a Microsoft exclusive, which is available on Game Pass. So whenever a game that's on Game Pass charts, that's always cool to me because people are actually buying it yeah. instead of just doing Game Pass. But like, guys, what are you doing? Go get Game Pass. Uh, number, number 19, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Number 18, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Number 17, Welcome back to the list. Up from number 51, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 Remastered. Oh, because it came, didn't it come out on, on Switch and everything? Yes, it did. Just, it, it hit the Switch uh, in June. There you go. <clears throat> number 16, down from number 2, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Definitely something that's on my radar if it pops on Game Pass. Uh, number 15, Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury. Number 14, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number 13, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number 12, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the 2019 Call of Duty game. So, like, that's still doing well. Number 11, Animal Crossing New Horizons, outside the top 10 for the first time in a little bit. Number 10, down from number 6, Mortal Kombat 11. Great to see that they're still doing things, although they did stop support for that game, so don't expect any more DLC. Number 9, up from number 12, you gotta love this, Miles Morales. You just gotta love it. That means that tells me that when people are buying a PS5, that's the game they're getting packed in with it. It's crazy because like Miles Morales, like the game, the comic. I mean, sales are just up right now for Miles. Any anything like he's in it, 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 it's going for money right now. It's a shame that Into the Spider Verse sequel got delayed so far because if they release that like right around nowish or like a month or two from now, boy howdy, that would go just the game. The game and comics are only going to go up. Number eight. Minecraft, number seven, staying at number seven, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Jesus. Number six, falling from number one, Resident Evil Village. Nice to see that hanging on to a top seven spot. Number five, new to the list, Scarlet Nexus. People out there are loving this JRPG. They're loving it. Apparently, it's amazing. So this anime style JRPG uh, from Bandai Namco. Number four, MLB The Show 21. Again, this is on Game Pass, so if you're an Xbox player, you can get it for nothing through Game Pass. Number three, new to the list, Mario Golf Super Rush. There you go. It was. It came out on the 25th. <laughs> it was number three, and it was on sale for six days. So like, or five days. I don't know how many days June has. 30 days past September, April, June, and November. So five days, and it charted at number three. It also is the highest selling Mario Golf game uh, of the franchise. It had its best first week. So. Okay. Uh, it's doing gangbusters as usual. I'm sure it'll sell probably like so. Let's be working on a sequel. Six to eight million. I don't know. It seems yeah. to only get one per per console. Pro- yeah. Maybe yeah. Maybe the next Nintendo console. Number two, Call of Duty Black Ops uh, Cold War. I think that's the 2021. Uh, and number one, how cool is this? Grand Theft. I'm just kidding. No, I was gonna say no way. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh, they, that's awesome. I am the fan base is still there for it for a $70 12 hour PlayStation five exclusive. No PS4 version for it. The chart number one is amazing. Now I think if it counted digital, you're probably at super rush. That's probably the case, 
Yeah. But but they don't, so I don't care. <laughs> great, great thing to see for Ratchet and Clank. I can see that getting a PS5 sequel because it's so early on in the yeah. life cycle. Um, and, and, like and it, obviously with, with it being number one, it's sell, it sold very well. So, to, uh, Dude, listen, sense. a 12-hour game, which people bitch about, is too short for $70. Not if the game's fucking yeah. good, dude. Not if the game's good. That's like right in my wheelhouse. I love For that. real. That's what I loved about Village, dude. I got done in 12 hours. It was amazing. Uh, so yeah, that's that's uh, it's so good to see Rift Apart number one, and just congratulations to the team at Insomniac for just t- you got Miles Morales and Rift Apart on the same list. Congratulations and kudos to them. They're they're really literally holding the PS5 up for Sony right now. So that's just great to see. Yeah, just just keep it warm until God of War arrives. Well, you got Horizon for a lot of people this this year. Uh, we still don't know that. Yeah, true. we'll see. The rumors were true. Dead Space is being rebuilt from the ground up oh man this was so cool and like this game came out in 2008 it's a survival horror game rated m so a 13 year old m rated game dude that audience just wasn't there back then and for now to be remade and it's ps5 and xbox series x and s and pc only no last gen so it's literally being built for these new consoles and even better they're taking a page out of tony hawk and they're doing they're incorporating mechanics, characters, and story bits from Dead Space two and three into this remake. So it's not just a one for one. It's going to get awesome. a yeah. It's going to get a little bit of a facelift too. So this is going to feel like a new game. I haven't played this game in thirteen years. I don't remember Dinky Doo. I don't think <laughs> I don't think I ever played this game. Uh, it it was really popular on Xbox. It was really yeah, never so a PlayStation it makes sense. thing. Yeah. Uh, 360 it just it just sold gangbusters and did really well here's the downside is the team that created the original visceral was an ea property ea closed that studio recently unfortunately and said bye-bye and then took their golden child and said hey ea motive you do it and it's like kind of pissing on the ashes a little bit of uh of visceral but i get business is business that's just a shame to see that visceral couldn't have a hand in doing this uh, or stick around but you know, again, business being business, I think this is a wonderful move. The rumors for the last month have been Dead Space is coming back. They didn't know if it'd be a new game or a remake. I think doing a remake from the ground up for new gen consoles only, incorporating story bits from the other two, so it's not a, just a one to one recreation, is the perfect move to get everybody excited. If it sells well, we'll get a new one, and I cannot wait. This is on my absolute must playlist, probably. Probably 2023 at the earliest, though. Yeah, well, you have probably, what, 17 games before it? Uh, at least. <laughs> oh, speaking of, Skate 4 looks to be open world. Skate came out and said, we're not going to be at EA Play. Don't worry, like nothing is <laughs> besides Dead Space because that, that was a horrible show. But they came out and said, we're going to give you a little teaser trailer uh, to like at least whet your appetite. And it was about a minute and 15 seconds. And it was some mocap skaters and stuff like that. They said they're super early on. But they gave a little tease of gameplay to some content creators and like skaters. And one of the skaters in the tease said, oh my God, this is an open world. It looks good. And they cut them off. So they very intentionally put that line in there. So um, to get an open world skateboarding game, is something I couldn't sign up for fast enough. My arm would fall off my shoulder blade if I could sign up fast. This game is exactly what I want. Give me an open world skater game. That'd be sick. Iki Island got a trailer for the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut. I'm passing this one to you, my friend. I watched it. I have thoughts, but I want to hear yours first. 
I mean, they already have my money. I don't need to see anything else. I, I, I said, I said before, I'm ready to dive back in this world. Yeah, but did it even did it, did it look good? I, I mean, I don't. I, I you have you have other animals to like prey with and shit now outside of just foxes. That's cool. Deers. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, but I, I went to every goddamn fox den. Like that was the one I, that felt a little repetitive after climbing up seventeen mountains to get a little den to get a half a you know uh, artifact you don't even you know use turtles. <laughs> I, 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 it, it, I, it's like I said, I'm already I'm gonna buy the the seven dollar DVD or the Blu-ray copy for the PS5, and I'm gonna buy the thirty just to play it right away. I am. Uh, I'm supporting them. I, I think this is gonna be like. I said I would love seven hours, and I kind of think that's exactly where we're, we're going to yeah. clock in here. I'd five to seven. I'm, I'm in them. I'm in them hours. Um, it it's cool because like there's a new villain, which is nice. Like they're you know I've never seen this Mongol before, and why it's is a samurai doesn't. on this island? Yeah, with the you know twice removed, and and I'm excited to to deal with that. I what I hope it doesn't delve into is like fucking witchcraft and like super, supernatural shit. She looked fucking she looked like she was down with the voodoo. Like so I really hope it I doesn't dive into that. Lady's head. That's not a problem. You sure can. I mean like you know, you sure can. I, I, but it does it does look gorgeous. It looks awesome. Jin Sakai looks better than ever. They showed it as as PS5 footage and it, it looks great. Although the PS4 version looks awesome anyway, even if you're running it on a base PS4. It's great great looking game. It just maybe a little loud. <clears throat> yeah, that thing's gonna hum, hum, hum. But yeah, it's, it looked really fun. If I get, like I said, for thirty bucks, that's a steep price to pay. Um, but like, if you think about it this way, we were just talking about a seventy, sixty, seventy dollar game for twelve hours. You cut that in half, you're at thirty for six or seven. And so that's why I think, like, from a value perspective, I'm there. You give me seven hours of gameplay, yeah. I'm more than happy to pay thirty bucks. I don't care about the other stuff, the cosmetic. That the, I don't give a shit. I just want to get back into that world, like you. I, I, I just want to pick up that bow again. Because, oh, yeah, man, I, I, I had some fun with that thing. It was a great bow. Next up, the Coalition is working on a new IP. Normally, this is not news. And normally, since we don't even know what that IP is, it doesn't make this list. But I found it newsworthy because it, you're, it's like saying 343 is working on a new property. Or, you know, what's something that Sony... like? Like I'm trying to think of a Sony franchise that has only like when Gorilla broke away and did Horizon after Killzone, they were the Killzone studio. That's what they did. But when they do Horizon, it's holy shit. And now Horizon is their new thing. The coalition is Gears of War. That's what they do. That's what they've always done. That's what they I thought they always will do. And they're still going to do Gear 6 and whatever else they have to play and show. Uh, Unreal Engine 5, all that. But to hear the Gears of War team is doing a new IP really excites me. Uh, I love it when teams that have been creatively, I guess, stunted, finally get to break out the juices again and show that they can kind of flex their chops and, and dive into a new IP and give us new ideas with fresh characters and stuff. I think that's wonderful. So from that perspective alone, I'm excited. It came through by way of a job listing um, that the coalition put out saying we're working on a new IP. So it's not, this is not like hearsay. They're doing it and I'm very excited. I just would not expect to hear about this for probably a minimum of two years. Dying Light is coming to Switch this October with all four DLCs packed in. I never thought that game would run on Switch. Um, it was an Xbox One PS4 game. I didn't. I don't know how they're doing it because it's a physical copy, so it's not the cloud. Uh, it comes with all the DLC, so it's a monstrous sized game. Uh, good luck fitting that. 
under your uh, micro SDs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is cool to say that Dying Light was one of my favorite last gen titles. I loved it on Xbox. One was the first one of the first Xbox One games I ever bought. Uh, to, I never finished it though. To be able to get that with four DLCs and only fifty bones, I think that's really cool. So um, if you haven't played it yet, it's it's terrifying when you play it at night. But to play a parkour zombie game first person is different. It's a different gem. And the new one comes out, I think, in December. Dying Light Two: Stay Human, I believe it's called. So this is a perfect warm up for you. Uh, if you're looking forward to it, you have two months to finish it if it comes out in October. For the new one, it's a good time to jump in. If you haven't played it, Dying Light gets my recommendation 100%. The 3DS and Wii U eShop will stop accepting credit card purchases on January 17th, 2022. This is more than this is nothing but more than just a PSA. Like Dust off your Wii U now, which is what I'm going to go do. I'm going to download Metroid Fusion. I'm going to download Metroid uh, Zero Mission. I'm going to go into my virtual console and download any of the old games I've, I've wanted. Remember, Switch does not have a virtual console, and it's, you know, Super Nintendo and Nintendo pieces of the online aren't really great. It's got the major titles, but not really anything super duper. So if you're looking, you know, to play some old Nintendo games and you have some coins to drop, this is where you should do it. After January, you can still use, I believe you can still use eShop gift cards and they sell them kind of like everywhere. So it shouldn't be a huge issue. But for me, I connect my PayPal to it. So it's just boom, 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 boom. I, and it's easy as hell. So it's not going to be a super duper inconvenience, but I'm going to go do it now. I'm going to put my Wii U up in my living room. I, I have been having an itch to play that again. So uh, especially before Metroid Dread drops, but more just a PSA for y'all. Um, if you're looking to, if you've been thinking about it, this is the time. And remember the switch is not at this time getting wind waker HD or legend of Zelda twilight princess HD. And they're both available on Wii U. So this is also your chance to play those great titles before, uh, you, you can't use a credit card anymore. And the last gaming store we have, we're getting Yu-Gi-Oh master duel on switch. All I know about this game is it's a faithful, like trading card game uh sim if you will and they're going to try and make it really faithful to that outside of that i don't know much so i'll hand this one over to you what do you think yeah kunami says this will be the most complete Yu-Gi-Oh tcg digital title yet it's coming to ps5 ps4 xbox series s x xbox one nintendo switch steam ios android 4k graphics where it's supported and virtual boy macintosh 2 neo geo everything baby the arcade i I mean but like so like konami released some numbers like they had uh they have like an online game called duel links and it achieved already 140 million downloads worldwide and there's already like 65 billion cards that have been bought in in over 6 billion duels so it's like the tcg tcg digitally for you go i mean it's there it obviously shows in their numbers there's no specific date. It says release autumn 2021. But I, I mean, from what I've seen, this looks awesome. I never got into like Duel Links because I didn't I didn't understand like you buy packs in the game. I was like, I'd rather if I had to spend money, I'd rather just buy real packs and actually have the real cards. But I mean, yeah, hopefully they do something differently where it's like the battle pass where you kind of have everything or something like that. But I want to keep my eye out on this game. I... I tried to get into that anime. It didn't work, so I'm going to respectfully pass. Now, like you said, I thought this would be a great intro for you to switch, but I didn't know it was coming to the other console. So you'll probably, if you want this, you'll just get it on five, I imagine. I, I mean, it, that's probably where it's going to play in 4K, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's not portable. 
It's a great bedtime game. Great bedtime game. Take it to your girl's house. Play it there. Man, this, I'm just saying, PS5's heavy as shit. You gotta put it in a <laughs> fucking heavy. You gotta put it in an overnight bag just to transfer it. Like, oh, everyone everyone's just weak, I think. It's so heavy, command. I don't know. PS3, Let, I thought I still think's heavier. Let's move into your that that original PS3 was a big fella. That thing was heavy as shit. That's they see what says like heavy, like that's the system I think of. Yeah, that was heavy. The original Xbox heavy too. Um all right, let's move into movies. We got a couple. Well, we got one review, and then we'll talk a little bit of Black Widow spoilers. Not too, too long on that. I don't want to spend forever there. But I do want to read the review for a movie that just kind of like came out. Like I didn't. I feel like it wasn't announced that long ago. Maybe the pandemic just like got movies out of our mind for so long. But right now, Snake Eyes, the G.I. Joe origin story, basically, or not the origin story, a G.I. Joe story, Snake Eyes, kind of a spinoff, is out. And so like. It's crazy. They're kind of rebooting G.I. Joe a little bit with this. And so I'll read the IGN review. In rebooting G.I. Joe for the big screen once again, Paramount followed the path previously trod a few years or trod a few a few years ago by the Transformers series and its Bumblebee spinoff. Like that film, which deliberately stood at arm's length from the behemoth of the previous chapters, Snake Eyes eschews a voluminous can can we stop with the big fucking words in a review? Like, that's like you're reviewing Snake Eyes. Calm down. Stop stop trying to be the smartest fucking guy in the room. And I'm a grammar nerd. Like, I love grammar. I love big words. I'm trying to read this live on copy here. I don't need the big words here. So if I ever see a big word again, I'm fucking skipping. I'm just going to say redacted from now on. Fuck you and your pretentious, pretentious uh, uh, reviews here. Just say it was good. Uh, Snake Eyes askews a volume minimus, minimus, redacted roster and world-ending stakes in favor of a narrower scope with the broader franchise existing around its edges. It's an entirely sensible approach, though the true measure of its success will only be seen if and when the obvious seed being laid in place are allowed to flower as intended in the sequels for this real American hero. Seven? Yes, and I'll tell you, after I read that, I have no idea what this person thought of it. Yeah, I... I, I I, I know dude, I stumbled I through it a little bit. Win, dude. I almost I, had six because I don't even know what you said. I know I stumbled <laughs> through it a little bit here and there, but like I have no idea what's good about this movie and why I, it even deserves yeah, it. I, I have, like, again, whoever wrote that, redo the whole thing. I, I still want to see this movie regardless. I, I still think it looks cool. Uh, yeah, let's let's move on from this person writing reviews. They can write opinion pieces and stuff that requires pretentious, no. pretentious <laughs> writing. Now, is this a movie you plan on seeing in theaters? No, probably not in theaters, but you know, when it's on HBO Max, yeah, I'm there. He'll wait for that. No, it's Paramount, so it'll be Paramount Plus. Yeah, <clears throat> but you'll get that. You'll get that. Hey, one day, I'll say it. You'll get that Blu-ray. Right? Uh, you know what? It, it, five hours, ten bucks, maybe. <laughs> Damn, I thought this was a theatrical thing for you. I thought you were psyched on this for some reason. I'm, I'm, dude, like, I'm getting bombarded now. There's, there's, there's too much stuff right now. And well, I, if you didn't wait so long to watch the other shit, sitting well, there watching Dexter for the fifteenth fucking time. Hey, I, I just finished Cobra <laughs> Kai. You calm your tits. I did, I did. Now you got to watch Ted Lasso. All right, let's talk a little bit about Black Widow, and we talked about it last week. So if you want our like overall impressions, if we liked it, if we didn't, this, that, and the third, go listen to last week number two forty five. It's very early on in the show. It's the first thing we talk about uh, really after like the trivia and stuff. So go there for that. But what this discussion is going to be is kind of an expansion on that. Like we had to redact stuff last week. So now we can kind of just like take the, the, the gloves off. If you will, this will be spoiled. We will have time codes. We will have time codes, but spoiler warning. So, you know, pause it now, check the episode description as to when this will end and then go to the next piece if you do not want spoilers for Black Widow. You've been warned. Sam, now that the gloves are off, 
what were some things you liked and didn't? I mean, again, I, I like Scarlett Johansson. You know, again, I'm glad she did get her movie 10 years a little later, but she, she was great. Florence Pugh surprised me. I mean, the critics were right. She kind of was probably the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, David Harbour was, I, I, again, I, I, a little underutilized, but good. Yeah, he Still was. A, I think he was in it probably like just enough. I I kind of consider that to like, um, like Godzilla and the first Godzilla with Cranston. Like people, oh, he wasn't it that enough. Like I feel like he was in it like just enough. Except for like, he lives. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And again, I don't know. Like, David Harbour's just. I, I feel like everything he's in, you just you just like the damn guy. Yeah. Except and, for Hellboy. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I I did not care for that yeah. new Hellboy movie. Um, I mean, everything was good. I mean, the only thing I. I the biggest issue again, like like everyone, is, is Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of I feel like Marvel just kind of marveled Taskmaster up and just like kind of what they did with the first Mandarin and Iron Man three. You kind of just oh here here's as well. No, it's not this. You just kind of you know like they made they they took creative liberties on the character. Yeah, they, like they, they luckily know, they, they just luckily used it to sell because they know people like Taskmaster and it's a big villain and they just throw it at us. It's as psych, it's not. And then they subverted our expectations, and then and that's what Marvel does. But with with Mandarin, they said, "Oh, by the way, we can retcon it, and now we can give you this Mandarin, and that never actually existed." And haha, we got you because we're Marvel. And I kind of won't stand for that. Like I do not like Taskmaster in this film. I think it's a waste of a character, and that has nothing to do with who it ends up being. And. And it, I was funny when Mina watches it. Who, who he said, "Who do you think it was be? Or like, who do you think it, who it was?" I thought it was going to be her her mother. Like going in, I was like, I had a feeling it was going to be a woman, but I was thinking it was her mother. And I said, "Like, oh, he killed my parents." I thought it was like, "Oh no, you're actually your mom's been the one killing everyone." But that's smart. it was it was his daughter. So like, yeah. I was close. I was close. No, that's that's a good one. And so like the reason I didn't like it is, and so in our top three, we're doing just phase four and i actually had to change my number three my number three was actually going to be disposable and forgettable villains but that's a whole marvel thing and once we decided only phase four i took it off but like they marveled the villain i think you said it really well like it it's a like what the fuck and i and i say this with all due respect to the actress and the and you know the character that she tried to portray on the screen what the fuck do we care about drekov's or drakov's daughter we don't so we just met her and we yeah. just learned about budapest during this movie so yeah. like there was no consequence or stakes i was like shit i thought she was dead <laughs> and, and like of course they didn't reveal her until the end and it's like yeah. she doesn't speak because she can't like well she can but like She's like kind of a robot or a shell no, of her she's former today. self. She's being controlled by a chip by her own freaking father. So like, what do we care? It just made Taskmaster into a disposable villain when I think the Taskmaster should have a bigger piece of the MCU and probably should be the overarching big bad of phase four as opposed to Kang. But that's, I'll save that for my top three. And they kind of just fumbled it. And oh, man, will we have similar lists than I thought? Interesting. And And for me, it's like, you know, you miss the mark on Taskmaster. And again, I think you're also right when you say this movie was 10 years too late because now what are we going to do? Fast forward and bring Taskmaster, this version, back now? This yeah. movie took place bef- right after Civil War. So, like, you're, you're two, three, four Marvel movies behind Dude. in terms of, like, the Avengers are gone. The, like the, the only thing I'm, I'm happy about is with Taskmaster is I, I sold my book kind of early on. Like, you know, I, I didn't make as much. Like, I didn't make the peak of it. But I'm kind of glad now the people who kind of stuck with it are all kind of butthurt. Like, damn, Taskmaster kind of like sucks. Now everyone's trying to sell the book and you're kind of seeing the price go down and down. Just, you know, just kind of that after effect. Again, it has nothing to do with the fact that it was a woman or the fact that it was it was the fact that it was Drakoff's daughter. And it just was at zero effect. Yeah, and there's there's nothing. no stakes it, to it. 
and and you do that with an yet another building collapsing fighting in the air scene and you do that with another bad cgi like fight it was I, like guys it, it, they tried to be winter soldier which it, it wasn't mixed with a born movie mixed with a born movie that's my, yeah, and my it just yeah and, and then just did, did the marvel copy and paste that yeah. that's what they did and and it just didn't, you know. Again, this is not like an egregiously bad film. It's not as bad as you know for it's you Iron Man formula. three, whatever. But it is a formulaic thing. It's a very, it's very much another origin story movie that happened too late. You know, if they take the same approach with Shang Chi, I'm going to be upset. Like they have to do something different with that movie. They cannot give us another copy paste origin story, or I'm I'm just going to start to give up because I'm already in the fatigue. It's already hit me, and we haven't had a Marvel movie for two years, and it's it's hitting me. So like. I really, really need Marvel Boy, now to you're get getting me. the shows, man. You just got hit with three shows. You're like, oh. I, I, and I need a break, so I'm getting that because I'm going to probably skip What If. And and so, like, Shang-Chi is probably my next thing. So, like, give me some good stuff in September. Please, please, please. It's probably, like, when we'll be back from our little hiatus we haven't even talked about yet. And uh, they all know. And so, like, I just thought, you know – it was a it was a movie that I'm glad I saw. I'm glad it got made. I'm glad it finally released. Like good for Scarlet, but like give me more Florence now. Like she is the future. And please, for the love of all things, never bring Scarlet back ever. Not in an alternate timeline. None of this bullshit. No variant shit. She's dead. Keep her fucking dead. Give me Florence. She's the new Black Widow, and I would be amazed with that because Florence Pugh shined in this movie. No, and, and I agree. I, I kind of thought like the critics were kind of putting on a pedestal. Oh, she wasn't that good. I was like, no, she she actually she really was. She really was. was. <laughs> she you know, really it, was. It, it set up Hawkeye TV series. You know, it, again, it was nothing. Everything was so predictable. Nothing yeah. blew me away. Not nothing. It was just I saw that. Okay, okay, that's gonna happen. Even the end credits. Like I said, I, I told my buddy Neil, I was like, I, it's gonna be something with Red Hood, and, and and it was like boom, boom, boom. I was like, okay, it, it, it makes sense. Like like you Hawkeye. Said, it, it, yeah, Hawkeye. It, it's worth it's worth seeing once. If you're going to see all the Marvel movies, you can't skip it. Yeah, and it, it's cool because um, I just I'm just going to call her Julia Dreyfus, Louise Dreyfus for this. Dude, I, I, Valentina, Constantina, Monica. I don't care about anything about Valentina. I don't care. She's going to bring in the Thunderbolts. It's going to happen. You're going to get um, well, yeah, with, with Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get U.S. agent. You're going to get. Yeah. All that stuff. And so they're going to try and recruit Florence Pugh's character for that. She'll eventually turn Black Widow. Like, it's already on the right. The writing's already on the wall. Yeah, we so already know she's going to go get it off. She'll find out episode four that it, it wasn't really him or the reason behind it. He was going to sacrifice himself and he cries to her and she yeah, cries she, to him. In, in Hawkeye, she'll be the initial villain. They'll do a quick change in episode three. They'll find the real big bad for the next three episodes. We'll all get on with our lives. And it's going to be Kate Bishop, assu- the, you know, assuming the mantle by the end of it. And it'll be a great story that, that this, that, and the third. And Hawkeye's it's, dead. It's all predictable. Like we got yeah, it, dude. Yeah. And so we don't. It's almost like you know, like I said, we can see. Marvel, if you're hiring, let, shoot, let us know. We I can write. I can write a good script. And, and yeah, we'll do better than what we just said because that's what you're gonna do, and we don't want that. Um. So I, yeah, I again, I thought it was a film worth seeing. It's nice to see Marvel back, but given my thoughts on Loki, my thoughts on Falcon, and and even some of the finale of WandaVision, and and then this, I'm kind of at like a Marvel's. Not like must see right now for me, and that's a problem. That's a shame. I should feel better about it than I do. Um, DC's kind of DC's I'll, I'll creeping in for me a little bit more than it has before because like Star Girl is my number one thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah, from Star Girl's coming up. Titans is coming back. Like you know, yeah. DC's turning the corner here. And they've already they've always had TV and animated like yeah. kind of, and now Marvel's uh, going to part two coming for uh, 
you know, long Halloween. Like, yeah. it's, it's a good day to be a DC fan. Now you got Marvel Animation Studios doing more of that, like trying to compete in that space. DC's got to be shitting a little bit, but their kind of reputation should win out there and keep them really, really kind of and, in the like league. Marvel still has to prove. That's 100%. And What If is going to be the first big kind of piece of that. And Disney Plus is no doubt about it, a powerhouse. But back to Black Widow. Final thoughts on it. Um, David Harbour, like I said, in it just enough time to not feel over his oh, kind of overdone. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw someone uh, or someone asked like the writer or director about a sequel. I mean, the only way I was like, I think if you're going to do a sequel, you wait a little bit. Like you need at least like seven years. Let let Florence Pugh settle into the role. Maybe, you know, after the next Avengers movie or something like that, then you tackle another sequel. But I, I think you just let this one lie for a little bit. Well, they don't want to wait too long because then this happens again where they're 10 years too late. Like you just, you want, you got to hit that sweet spot. And that's, you know, that's Kevin Feige's problem, not ours, which is nice. I don't want to get, I don't, that's, that's out of my pay. He's, he's got enough movies on his plate. So I, I don't think this sequel to Black Widow is kind of, on like she'll be fine. Like, dude, she's going to have plenty of, of stuff to do. They're going to, you know, again, they're going to go villain for her now. They'll turn her hero. She'll be the next Black Widow. Everything will be fine. It's going to take some time. They'll do it through Disney Plus. Even if she gets a straight to Disney Plus sequel or something, which I don't think they'll do, but like there's there's hope for the Black Widow character moving forward. And Florence Pugh is the future. I mean, it's going to be cool yeah. to see her in the MCU. So that's those are overall our thoughts. Is there anything else from a spoiler no, perspective good. you wanted to talk about? I figured most of the conversation would be around Taskmaster. I figured because I I knew we both just had some yeah. problem with that. Um, it's not Taskmaster. It's just it's just that <laughs> it was, it was just that was like copycat. It was just a waste of an of a yeah. villain to me. So. That that's where we fall there. Ending spoilers. I mean, you might want to skip this part too for spoilers if you haven't seen. No, no, yeah, of, yeah. There's still yeah a lot of the Phase Four stuff plus Black Widow. So actually, yeah. I would recommend yeah, probably skipping. I was say for at least for me, make sure you're caught up like all the way to Loki. Yeah. So skip skip this if you haven't yet for our top three. Our top three least favorite things about Marvel Phase Four. Sam, I'll let you start. My number three, it's it's the first three episodes of WandaVision. Yeah, I saw that one coming. Yeah, it, I, it's 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 the no brainer. It's it's the three that it it was a chore to get me through them three episodes. I I just thought they were boring, and I still think you can start the show at episode four. I actually took it the literal opposite. For you, it was the first three. Mine are the last three. It's all three season finales so far, and even the ending of Black Widow. So basically, the endings of all these things so far, the four things we've gotten, have all been kind of underwhelming. Even WandaVision. Like, I want fucking Vision to be dead. So keep him there. Don't bring him back. And you did. Falcon, like, kill her. You blew up a car with four of them. That's great. She's dead. What if Carly comes? Like, I I want finality to these characters. Yeah. It all goes back to Marvel doesn't have the balls to kill people off because guess what? Loki's dead and now he's got season two. Where does this work? Yeah. You have Loki dead season two, black widow's dead. She's got her own movie guys. I'll talk about that. You know, in a minute, so I don't want to go too much off of a tangent, but a lot of these finales, these season finales kind of fell flat for me. And I, I knew me and you were right on the, like we're, we're thinking the same way. My number two is I just pick Loki's finale. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt like it felt like a little flat. Um, I just felt episode four and five were just so much better. And then six was just, here you go. And just the way he kind of played, you know, he, he who remains like, I, I just, I didn't care. Like I heard people like, I, I, I was uh, every word he uttered. I, I was amazed. I was like, what? I, I was like, I, I felt nothing of that. I was, I don't know if I just don't give a shit about Kang. I don't know if you're probably going to touch on it because it's time travel. And it's and it's it's all this. I, I, I you, WandaVision. I agree that finale also. But just for me, the Loki finale was just kind of just maybe even a little underwhelmed. 
Falcons, like commercially and critically, Falcons is the one who scored the lowest. And I think that might be the one that I have the least problem with. It wasn't, it wasn't great, but it wasn't as bad as everybody said it was when it, when it did air. Um, but yeah, I, I can see it too. Loki's finale was 45 minutes of three people in a room talking. That's all it was. And I like Jonathan majors and I think he'll be fine in Kang's role. I, but I wasn't hanging on his every word. Yes, and like say, like uh, people literally said that word for word. And I was like, wow, I, I did not get that at all. Yeah. So like, hopefully the next version of him we get will be a little bit better. Yeah. The sinister one. We got yeah, the nice of guy. Of course, the one menacing, the nice guy was just boring as shit. And yeah, like you just knew what was going to happen. It just felt like it took what I knew was going to happen. Just they dragged it out for 15 minutes when it could happen in, in two. The second Sylvie took a swing at him for the first time. I said, okay, she's eventually going to get him. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it again, was it was very predictable. predictable. Yeah. My number two is I just alluded to it in my number three, but I'll expand on it now is you're never dead. And it's like, this is a Marvel bigger problem, but now it's being fucking shoved at me from uh, uh, phase four. But I mean, he's dead. I don't care. He fell from the sky. He's dead. Yeah, that's and that's where it started for me was Rhodey. He, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm in a walker. Now I'm just on crutches. Now I'm walking fine. Now I'm an Avenger again. Like in like a year. Like that is a horrible injury. You tear your ACL, you're out for a year. This guy fell from the sky. So like, I don't want to hear that he's just A-OK. He's Don fucking Ow. Cheadle. He doesn't have superpowers. He's got a suit. So like, I just don't want to hear it. Yeah, so that's where it started. But then you have Vision. You have Loki, who has his own show with multiple seasons, but he's dead. You yep. have Black Widow, who got her own movie, but she's dead. Um, you know, they did it with, again, this is a bigger thing, but like Gamora, she's dead, but nope, they traveled back and now it's 2013. So it's a bigger Marvel thing, but it's being really heightened here in phase four. Kill your fucking characters and leave them there. Let's tell new stories with new characters. You got plenty. Stop rehashing and faking us out like fucking Glenn on The Walking Dead. It's tiring. It's tiring. Yep, yeah, I agree. I, my number one is just Taskmaster. And Antonia just, I, that was just such a letdown for me. I, I just had a feeling they were just, I just had a feeling Marvel was just going to go and just kind of try to interweave this. I, again, I thought it was going to be her mother, but they, they changed it, made it the villain's daughter that he's controlling, that we don't really give a shit about anything. But I, I just, again, they, they ruined another villain. Maybe they'll give him redemption in another 10 years, like they did with, you know, uh, what, what they did with Iron Man 3 with uh, Mandarin. And again, just a, a huge miss, I think, for for Marvel here. Do you know how they could have um, made it better, Taskmaster? Not having him in the movie. No. <laughs> Fair. I was going to say, not make it Antonia, and not make it the mom. Make it just a guy. Make yeah. it Taskmaster. Yeah, just make it like he hired the Taskmaster to, to that's it down this file. That's it. And that's I would and I would have been so I would have been way more in. There did not need to be a family connection. Just make it yeah. the villain. Yeah, that's that's what that's what I think would have made Taskmaster better. Exactly. So my number one is time travel. I think everybody knew that was coming. Yeah, Um, I am. I I'm not saying I like linear stuff because I have a one track mind or can't keep up with it or like, you know, it's nice and tight and don't want to think like a big boy. I don't like time travel because of a the convenience b the retcons C. It takes way too many creative liberties. And D, it lends itself to my number two of you're never dead. Without time travel, we don't get Loki. We don't get this. And some people say, well, then we don't get Loki. And Loki's the greatest show ever. Loki is not the greatest show ever. 
you think it's the greatest show ever because you're stuck in your house during a pandemic and it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. If if it was on ABC, like Yo, fucking Agents can, of can Shield. I drop some, can I drop a, a, like a truth bomb right now, whether people want to admit it or not? Go for it. Daredevil's way better than all of them. I have only seen a couple episodes and I loved it. It's darker, it's grittier, it's it's good. It's really Dare, good. Daredevil is better than every Disney Plus show so far. So, and I can't disagree with it. I can't agree with it because I haven't finished it, but I can't disagree with it because what I'm I saw was bro. awesome. Yeah, and what's it got? Three seasons, right? Yeah, three? I think it's three. I think, I think it's three. three. But I just think that, like, with time travel, man, it just makes if you want to correct a mistake, you can, and that's a big problem with me. Like creatively do it not just conveniently creative not convenience and that's what i think time travel offers if done well that's fine like one time like end game i let it slide even though that was not not yeah. great yeah. but then they they're making it what phase four is going to be about especially now with kang i don't want variants i just don't care i don't care it just i don't care give me yeah. one character one story you have so many characters that's why i'm just excited for moon knight to come that's that's it. That's the next one on the block for me, bro. All right. Uh, you gave your did you give your, your number one was Taskmaster, right? Yeah. All right. Now, spoilers over. <laughs> you can now, officially welcome back. welcome back to the show. Uh, yeah, we did our top three and Black Widow. That's why it might have been a little long in the time code there. But we are done. Spoilers. We're coming back to the rest of the show. And we got a doozy for you here. Let's talk about some trailers that happened. Jackass Forever got its debut trailer. Sam, what did you think? I I kind of people may be tired of all you know these guys in these films, but I don't know. We grew up with them. I I still can't believe they're doing it. I mean, I I hope it's their last one. Like just like they're they're getting up there. Like they they shouldn't be doing this shit with these stunts anymore. But I, I don't know. I, I saw it. I know that I already heard a lot of people got injured during it. Uh, I think it's going to be you know their last. You know, her, like hurrah! I, I think even Knoxville said this is his last one, no matter how much money they throw at him or whatever. But I mean, I think they're going to have my money. You I'm hear a sucker. My, I'm a sucker. Do you want to hear my hot take on this? You're over it. I'm all the way in. Oh, I love that. I'm all the way in on this. And here's why. Yeah, you're right. It's the same crew. It's this, that, it's the other. They've done it a lot of times before. They haven't done it in a very long time. And because they're older and they feel every bump and bruise just yeah. that much more, I'm getting older. I feel every bump and bruise yeah. that much more. I'm no longer an invincible teenager when Jackass, like when Jackass started. I can not relate to it more, but I can feel the pain a little yeah. bit more. Um, they're not doing it for I'm high on drugs anymore. They're doing it. Yeah. And Steve was all sober, you know? Yeah. They're doing it for the love of friendship and to bring something back that was just such a staple of pop culture for so long. So I'm all the way in. Here's what I think the movie doesn't need. And unfortunately, this trailer gave us some cameos, so, celebrity cameos. Yeah. I knew you were going to say it. I, was I like, don't. It, it's, it's loaded with cameos. I mean, we got to think back in the day, they had Brad Pitt. Yeah, I just don't need Machine Gun Kelly. And I think maybe this is probably a little boomerish of me, but like Brad Pitt versus Machine Gun Kelly, those are two different types of cameos. I hate social media influencers and like people like MGK. His music's decent, but like I don't, it's just a different style of person. So I guess that's very conservatively boomerish. Um, But like, I, man, give me the jackass I, crew. Not, I mean, and, and I, I mean, we're gonna get that. Like, we're going. We're not there. We are. For, I know. You, you know, we're like again. I, I'm sure a lot of we're doing it for you know, like Ryan Dunn, something like that. So it's like, well, I'm sure three, I think three was even for Dunn. I think Dunn was dead by three. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Maybe like parts of it or while it was filming. Yeah, but like, I mean, give me Brandon. Give me 
uh, uh, Danger, Aaron, give me Pontius, give me Knoxville. Yeah, like, that's oh, those that, are the that, dudes that's I like want. The, they're they're the main. Uh, who's the other guy? Uh, uh, Lacy, Lacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan Lacy's Wee Lacey. Man. You know, Bam will be. I'm sure be in there for a sec. Steve O. No, no, so no, like, I, I don't think Bam's in there. I, I thought they kicked him uh, out the film. Right, right, right. Yeah. So actually, yeah. he he talked a little bit about that yeah. during that skate part I was talking about. But you know. Uh, that's who I want to see doing this stuff. Like the Ender, like you had a bear and honey come. Like that was. I'm like feeling for Danger Aaron. I want to see it oh just for that God. alone. Um, and I the just, guy, or was it Knoxville getting shot out the cannon? He's flying. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, this is going to be wacky. But I'm all here for it. I what I hope it doesn't do as well is pass it down to a new generation of jackasses and they like reboot it almost. I don't want a new jackass TV show. I don't I, I'm sure it. they may try to do that like some a crew see years it. years down the road, but well, I hope not. You see it in this film. There's like new people I've never seen before and they're younger. Um and so I'm like, who who are these people? And I'm sure they're the homies and stuff it's like, like that. Sons. But yeah, right, eventually. <laughs> yeah. Jackass grown up. Um, uh, but like it's. I'd hope that they don't try to reboot the show. It's like the one show I'm surprised they've never tried to reboot yet in a world full of reboots. I just. I think Jackass. This is like a really good send off for me. And yeah, I'm ja- all- Jackass Forever. I love the name. The, yeah. Most of the crew's back. I'm here. I'm all the way in. And uh, Jeff Tremaine is is making it too. So same like, guy. I'm all the way yep. in. Something else that that dropped the trailer, and it's actually I thought it was its debut. Apparently there was a trailer last year, but again in the midst of a pandemic, nobody even fucking remembered. So you can yeah. I was gonna say, I think the first one was only like a minute or a minute yeah. and a half or so. It was like a tease. This was three plus, three yeah. and a half. So you can kind of count this as the big debut trailer for Dune. This was a movie I had given no shits about. What do you think about this trailer? I, again, like I, I'm I'm going to see this movie, whether I go see it. Like I, I think this is one that people should see in the movies, but I know it's also going to be on HBO Max for the first 31 days. So I feel like a lot of people are just going to do that. Um, from what I'm reading, it looks like it's going to be the first of a planned of a two-part adaptation of the 1965 novel of the same name. Like the uh, first- actually, the first two books. No, no. It, the, the, well, this is the first. The first movie. It's the first of a planned two-part adaptation of the 1965 novel. So, yeah. like, so, so the, like the first, the first movie, they the first Dune movie was both movies in one. This right, is and they rushed be broken it. up. Right, and they're doing multiple movies to take their time, and they're yeah. covering the first two books. I don't know if it'll be in this one or in a in two movies like one preach. It could be even a trilogy or more, but they're actually going to just take their time with this, which is nice to know because that first movie felt really fast paced. Um, again, it's a movie I had zero, I have zero interest in, didn't give a shit about, and this trailer got me. This trailer got and me. It, it, it's going to be a long one. It's going to be two yeah. and a half hours. Yeah, it's the you know, budgeted thing. It's close to two hundred million. I, I think you have, you know, you have so many how you know stars in here from Zendaya, our boy David Desmolson, who's been in every fucking goddamn movie. I feel like he comes out yeah. in. You have Jason Momoa playing Jason Momoa. You have Dave <laughs> Batista playing a gray Dave Batista. You have Moon Knight playing Moon Knight. No, <laughs> yeah, with, with a with a beard. With a beard. I mean, so it's got a star-studded cast. It it, it but it did something to me. Like I. I didn't care at all. And this trailer, I won't say I'm like super. I'm psyched for Many Saints in Newark. That's my number one movie for the rest of the year that I'm hyped for. Yeah. This movie, or actually, I should say Suicide Squad, but but this movie is now on the list of I am excited for awesome. the release date. 
it will not that because be because I, I know last time you said you were on like you said you're like ah, i don't really care it didn't don't do care for me I'm, tra- I'm glad you're on board this trailer switched me it will be an hbo max for me i will not of see course, this in theaters course. suicide squad is basically the only movie i want to see in theaters this year yeah uh, maybe if spider-man this year or is that next year i think it's next year yeah uh, i think yeah we would have heard about it by now yeah um but yeah we didn't, I, we didn't even get a trailer yet yeah exactly um, no, I think Venom's this year too, right? Venom's this year. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Nah, I'm good on that. I'll watch that at home eventually. Um, but yeah, this movie, I am finally interested. The sandworm at the end looked really cool. Um, I think oh, you're like right. Into the abyss, I was like, oh, oh, no, I'm dead. I think you. It'll be a slower burn story for sure. Um, but I am interested in learning yeah, more about the world and the characters. Dave, I heard Dave Batista just annihilates like a lot of people, so I'm really looking forward to him in this role. Much like him in Army of Dead, much like him as Dragon. Ah, well, really sure. I don't think I wouldn't say like Army of Dead like you would think. He ran across a casino thing and just shot people, headshot, headshot, headshot. I know, I know how it ended for him. But speaking of Dave Batista and Army of the Dead, Army of the Dead Two is coming to Netflix, and Zack Snyder is back to direct. I mean, I, I don't think this is no surprise at all. I mean, in the first four weeks, it had 72 million viewers. It only earned $1 million at the box office, but I'm sure it just off the views alone, they're fine. They got well, Yeah, it's getting a sequel. Yeah, you're, they're, dude, they're getting a sequel. They're still getting like the, the anime series is getting a like, – there, there's there, – there's Ar- Army the of Thieves. Army of Thieves, the kind of prequel-y thing is happening. So a lot of uh, Army of the Dead universe. They're, Snyder's going to have more of an Army of the Dead-verse than a Snyder-verse. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, we... Netflix is kind of just – you welcome Zach with open arms, and it looks like he's here to stay. Yeah, I think he just signed a deal, too, for, like, first-look films of his that are going to, like, debut on Netflix before they oh, go cool. anywhere else. So I think we're going to get a lot more and, Zach and, Snyder. Because WB did him wrong, so fuck him. Yeah, oh, my God. They, they did him horribly wrong. and I can't, I, I can't blame him. Like I said when I when – I, when I, picked army of the dead pick of the week the, the film i it, it was good but i felt like it, it could have been so much better so i kind of hope they may might have seen that and it feels like he can make the sequel you know just, a lot better just keep in mind though you don't have the same characters because so many of them you know obviously zombie movies no and, and and that's fine and and the people that who made it you know I hope, we'll see if they carry it or the new characters can, can kind of carry it along quick prediction from you off the top of your head does this stay in vegas or did the outbreak get bigger I, I would assume it got bigger, hundred percent. I just hope they do cool zombies again. I don't need a tiger, but you give me. I like the idea of that king and queen with the dude. A- exact. That's what I'm saying. I love that. Expand on that. Mm-hmm. Make that yeah. like a, a a cult. Make that you know. Make that bigger rather than just one little block of land. Yeah, that's what I think. Like Resident Evil did well. That's what Last I think the sequel of this well. is going to do. Yeah, just give us different the different types of zombies and like the kind of the smarter ones. And the dude had a fucking armor on his head, so he couldn't get a head. So he was it was really smart. So yeah, I like that, and I hope they expand, like you said, on that and give us some new types of zombies. Uh, lastly, in movies, before we head to TV, Leslie Grace has been cast as our Barbara Gordon for the Batgirl HBO Max exclusive film. I mean, nothing's coming to mind that she's in, which which is probably a great thing. And I'm just glad that we have our Barbara Gordon. I'm ready. Give me I'm any anything DC I'm here for. Yeah, but are you afraid at all that this is going right to HBO Max? I mean, what I thought I thought they already said that the Batgirl was a was a um like it was a standalone TV show, I thought. It's a HBO Max exclusive and it's a movie, not a show. Uh, I I mean I, I'm I'm okay with it there. I I think if it's big enough, she can cross over to the movies. Yeah. Um I'm just saying from a like 
budget and like pers- like this is not going to be in theater so it's not going to hit a I, wide of an H- audience hbo is not cheap man they got the money so i i, th- I it's think still it's still not going to hit that big of an audience as it would in theater so are you scared of that perspective of like this is just it's like blue beetle it's a side project no, that's for a very dude, huge audience yeah and, and, and i think that's fine so you're not you're not spending maybe the millions on millions you would be if it was going to go worldwide kind of keep it just the hbo max kind of keep it smaller keep it contained i think it'd yeah. be good so leslie grace has only been in seven things uh, she, uh, wow. well, at least mainline, a lot of it is overseas films and also her only upcoming project is, uh, this Batgirl film. So she's a very new, uh, actress, but I will say this, she got her kind of zoom into the f- fame. She was in, in the Heights, which was a great musical, uh, Min, I'm sorry, Lynn Manuel Man- Miranda, who did, uh, Hamilton. It's on, it was on HBO max. That's where I watched it at least. Um, and she got, she was actually Nina in that movie and she, Nina's a really good character in that. So I think that was kind of her boom straight to the moon moment. And I think we'll start to see her rise up more. And it also doesn't surprise me because in the Heights is a WB film. WB loves to keep their kind of pool of actors in WB movies. We obviously know that Batgirl DC, it is in the WB family. So it doesn't shock me that she's staying in this world of WB. Yeah. Um, she was good and into the Heights. So for me, just from that alone, I'll give it a thumbs up and I'm excited to see more. Let's move into TV. Sam, I want to let you go on this one, my friend, the continental, which is the John wick spinoff film. That's actually, uh, starring. I shouldn't say starring. It's kind of focused on Ian McShane's character, but a much younger version. How excited are you for this now that has changed from a smaller budget, longer kind of TV series oh into a three, I mean, think? hold on into a three night, 90 minute each big blowout special. What are you thinking? Anyway, and was that, was that 20 million budget for each? You said for each episode, a, this is a mini movie series almost. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We're getting basically three movies. Of course I'm going to be excited. Now it's just key. Who's who you're going to get to play a young Ian McShane. Mm-hmm. I think that's a tough casting. Uh, a hundred percent. Ian McShane is literally one of a kind. Yeah, so. he, you know he's you know he's a, he's a gentleman and a scholar, and I I, I don't know I don't, I have no idea who the hell can play him a younger him. I, no. I, I good. I, I'm trying to think who, who the hell could play it. Like, yeah, he'd have to be English um, or a Scotsman. I'm trying to think if there's. I'm like looking online to see if there's any leak, anything at all, and it's just I, I, nothing. I don't, I don't. I don't think they heard any casting yet. So I, I. They're probably still looking. There's no way. I think if, if they would have cast, we would have heard something by now. Yeah, like, there's we, nothing. So I wonder if, if we'll meet like a young John Wick. Like it'll be like you know, uh, he's not teen- old in, though, so it still have to be his, Keanu. It has to be like a baby. Years. Yeah, uh, like yeah, yeah. I guess you're teenager right. or something. Kind like of that. a Sully to Nathan Drake thing. Like I his father that. was like originally like you know something like a disaster. Oh yeah, like Mister Wick, like John Wick's dad, something yeah. like that. That'd be a little, maybe a little forcing it. But you got you got what ninety, uh, what one eighty two hundred and seventy minutes of film. So like they can tell what. And then and, then, they and then we still have John Wick four. Oh baby, and five, and probably six. <laughs> probably at this pace yeah and then the continental season two or whatever this is a this is a big deal and it's cool because the john wick universe is just not going away anytime soon no 20 million dollar budget we're talking game of thrones there like I that's guess. like season eight game of thrones like this was that hbo no i don't know if it got picked up by anything but john wick what is john wick is john wick wb um 
I can't sure, to be honest. find it right now. Actually, I should probably just look at the John Wick movie, not the Continental. Um, isn't John Wick a bunch like on the HBO Lionsgate. a shit ton? Lionsgate, okay. Uh, who owns Lionsgate now? Didn't Lionsgate just recently get bought? Am I crazy? Uh, you you look that, but I you're right. Maybe it would be HBO Max. I don't know I th- what home I think this it would might go be. To. I don't know what home this would go to. It. I would imagine it's a streamer and not cable because they they have kind of unless it is HBO proper. That'd be pretty sick. Is actually HBO, um, but I think this will probably. Find I mean, e- either either way, watch this. How cool would it be if it was Netflix? Just Jesus. Even though they lost four hundred thousand subs, I know that's crazy. I, that that kind of shocked me. Well, yeah, it's anyway. a drop in a bucket for them, but that's what you get when you keep canceling shit and you have all these and, competitors. And keep raising the prices. I'm paying like $16 a month now. All these competitors, man. You have Everybody's got a streaming service. There's only so much money for people to go around. True. You know no, what I mean? And true. people, if you don't get the content people want. So especially, they're going to introduce gaming and they're not, you know, maybe they won't raise their prices, but they're going to do mobile games. So like, that was a complete flub too, yeah. but that's for another day and another dollar. HBO orders two more animated game of thrones series and at the expense of the live action flea bottom show which was like the one i was so excited for now that's not going to happen so the two live actions that i wanted have both been canceled house of dragon house of the dragon which i don't care about is still happening and we're getting three now animated game of thrones which i don't give a so, so shit. Is, is this five total game of thrones four. Oh my God. three animated and one live action prequel at this time plus if you count game of thrones proper okay so this the flea was the second live yeah, action that was and okay. it got canceled and then the other one got canceled too so you have the the kate winslet i mean my advice would be let's stick with it one at a time first let's let's see if they work out first before announcing the 17 projects all at once and see what sticks I, first animate is a lot easier to produce i shouldn't say easier it's a lot yeah. you know i mean again i'll the the couple animated they they kind of like um some of like the blu-ray box sets they throw in like a like a little blu-ray you know animated thing here if the animation looks decent they put some money behind it i mean I, i'm i'm i'll probably check it out i'm sorry it's, it's all about the art style and i i have a feeling with it being wb they're going to try and go like batman the animated series like other shows have been doing lately I don't know, but it's, it's, it's hbo they have all this freaking money so i i, I think it's going to be actually really good well if they have all this money give us the live action i just don't want animated i don't yeah. game of thrones to me is not animated it's a book with no pictures <laughs> Or it's, it's live beautiful. action. It's beautiful live action. Yeah, I don't want to see somebody drawing boobies. Like that's just weird because <laughs> you know that's going to happen and it's going to be so weird. And I just that's just something I can't get like yeah. in line with. Heels, the stars. Remember stars? Uh, the stars wrestling show with the Amels had got a release date of August fifteenth to premiere. So I'm so excited for that. But we also got our first two minute trailer. What'd you think? Well, just just Stephen Amell. It's not it's not him and Robbie. Just well, I just thought Robbie Stephen. was like a producer or something. No, not not not, not in this one. Gotcha. But um, again, oh I, no, that was Section Eight or whatever. Yeah, you're you're talking about Code Eight. Code Eight, Section Eight, like you're the close, housing. Oh my close. god! But again, the, the the trailer kind of you know looks like the brother rivalry. You know, the, he's trying to stick to his father's ways. I, it's still tough for me to hear him in an accent. Um, but it it, it looks like it, it could be good. It has some potential, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Did you watch the trailer? I did. I did watch it. I did watch it. Yeah, it's it's wrestling schlock. Like if you like yeah, wrestling, like you'll, you'll I, it was gonna say like if you know a little bit of, of kind of wrestling, like obviously you're you know way more than I do, but I, I think I, I get the gist of it. <laughs> well, it's been a while for me since I've given a shit 
but you're right. I yeah. I mean, like wrestling in general, I get it. And I love documentaries and even like fictional stuff, even though wrestling is fiction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm totally down with this show. It doesn't look like it's going to light the world on fire. You know what's weird? The vibe I get. And like, obviously, it's not a one to one because they're different genres. But like, I get such a Sons of Anarchy vibe from this show. And I can't figure out why. Maybe yeah. it's the setting. Maybe it's the like the hickness of it. I don't know. But huh. like the hillbilly i should say but like i just it's it's in takes place in georgia so like i don't know man i know soa doesn't take place in georgia i'm just saying like that southern kind of feel to it i i am excited for this but i honestly would not be shocked if i watched the first episode and i'm just like well it's not glow or shit's on glow yeah or hopefully that hope that's the case i mean listen glow season two and three it literally someone taking a shit would be better so it's very easy to shit on those two seasons. Glow season one was phenomenal, but heels like I can see it go either way. I wouldn't be shocked either way. It could be great. It could be a dud. We'll find out in less than a month, which is crazy. August 15th stars. If you have any interest heels, Stephen Amell looking forward to it, but I know something you're really looking forward to coming back September 5th billions. Hello. Oh my God. Like I, the billions is one of my favorite shows. So, uh, season five was released, but they only released seven out of the 12 episodes. They stopped it due to COVID. And I know it ended on a huge cliffhanger. So I've kind of been biting at the bit. So it's good to know that they finally picked the date. It They already got renewed for season six. So we like, I, I don't have to worry about the show getting canceled. But you know, if you don't know about the show, Paul Giamatti, Damian Lewis, our boy, David Constable, mm-hmm. you remember him, Gail from Breaking Bad. But mm-hmm. this show is absolutely phenomenal. It's on Showtime. Make sure you watch it. Billions. It's a show that has been on my radar. I tried it once for one episode. I couldn't get there, but I'm totally open to give it a second chance. So good. So good. So I will definitely be in on this. Cannot. Uh, very excited. Plus, I'm going to have some time on my hands, I think. I don't know. I, I honestly don't. I, maybe I won't. I, who, who the hell knows what's going to happen in my life in the next uh, 30 days? Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, crazy. 20 days. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Our final two stories for TV, and then Sam will take us home with some weekly wad of goodness. Uh, the Legends of the Hidden Temple reboot. Yes, we talked about that when it was announced. It's not coming to Nickelodeon. It is coming to the CW of all places. It's coming this year. It's going to premiere October 10th. So if you want your Olmec fix, not uh, don't have to wait too long. Talk about sneaking up on you. I was mm-hmm. not expecting it like right around the corner. I was not expecting like, it this I, I, year. Did we get honest. a trailer? Uh, it was it was a shot going through the jungle, stopping on Olmec, and he said something, but I didn't. Yeah, I was going to say, I need to see a little bit more. So maybe in the next couple of weeks, we'll see a little snippet. This is, uh, I was psyched for Supermarket Sweep, and I watched one episode. It sucked, and I haven't turned it back on. Yeah. I, I hope it's not the same. We know where you stand. I hope it's not the same with this show. <laughs> I want this show to be good. It's just, man, something about the 90s where they can't recreate it. You, I hope they don't bring in like new age technology. This is a show about the ancient times. Keep the games ancient. I want kids in the pool with the rope. I want the the climbing. I want that stuff. I want the hopscotch game down the steps. I that, that had lights on it. That was even too much Nickelodeon. I want basic. Stop with the bullshit. I hope this is good. October 10th. Didn't expect it this year, but happy it's happening. Our final story, Anna Torv, who played Tess in the original Last of Us game, has been recast as Tess for the Last of Us show. The second time the show is bringing in its video game counterpart. You called it. I did. 
You absolutely called it. I mean, hey, we, we already know where we stand for this show. We can't wait. We love that they're kind of bringing back most of the actual voice cast. Or, you know, they did both, but I'm here for this. <laughs> yeah, most, aka two of them. <laughs> well, dude, I, I'm telling you, we're going to see Noel. We're going to see Troy. I know it. Yeah. There's no way. You can't have the, the freaking two main guys and not have a little cameo. No. I think they're going to be clickers. And no one's going to play the same character. You watch. I'm calling. I, th- I think they're going to be clickers. That's no. what I think. I think they're going to be fun cameos as opposed to true cameos. That's we'll what see. I think. Who knows? I mean, we got plenty of time before the show comes out. Seems like news happens every week, but we still got a long ways yeah. to go before the show. Sam, take us home with your weekly WADA spotlight. Weekly WADA? Uh, I actually picked this up last week. I bought this on a, a WADA Facebook group. Thank you, Dom, for adding me in this group. It's a little private. Um, th- this popped up. I think I believe the guy's name was Aaron. I think he posted maybe like eight, nine books for sale. And one caught my eye. It was GoldenEye 007. I, I, I look at it for sale. I, I see it's it's sealed. It's 7-0. It has an A rating on the seal. And I look at the price. And I was I, I was expecting it was probably going to be like five grand, something crazy. And it was a, a lot less than that. And I was the first person to say, you know, DM sent. You know, but, but, but. Next, like, next thing I know, maybe talking with the guy, maybe like two minutes. I think he got like four or five more messages. You know, someone even claimed GoldenEye, but I was the first one that messaged him. And he kind of said, you know, I, I got a couple offers on it. Let me just uh, clarify something real quick. You said books. He means games. Got, GoldenEye does not have a book for sale. He is talking about the actual N64. Yeah, this is oh, N64, GoldenEye 007. Um, so, yeah, we went back and forth. And there was a couple, you know, like I, I've been in the hobby for a little bit now. You kind of know who like the like the, the heavy hitters are in it. And there was a couple heavy hitters that commented or, or even claimed the golden eye. And I was like, oh, if they just offer, you know, this guy, you know, like, hey, here, here's this number. You're good or whatever. But no, he was true to his words that, hey, I had a couple offers on it, but you were the first person that messaged me. If you wanted for, you know, my asking price, it's yours. And I just thought that was such like a real stand up thing where, you know, some people do. Well, they will offer you. Someone will offer you more than what you originally had it for and then just kind of nudge you out and just say you got outbid. But again, I I got it, but there was a little there was a little caveat to it. He said there is a little bit of mold on the box. So if you flip over the uh, look on the back of the water label, it says box seven O seal A first party VC. Then it says mold on box in parentheses medium. So talking with them because I wasn't really familiar with having mold on you know N sixty four box or anything, and just kind of how they to get Wada's grading scale. So they grade it in, in three. There's three like levels of the mold. It's just light, medium, and heavy. So talking with Dom, he's saying from a, with the 7.0 A seal, GoldenEye is a game that it, it doesn't pop up too often sealed. Or I know that there was two that like in the past two months when auction, there was one sold July 14th for 7.5 A rating, sold for 4320 And I saw on June 13th a player's choice VGA. 85 plus sold for 3,173. And this is not the player's choice. This is the original first party BC that came out in 1997. The third best selling N64 game of all time based off the 95 movie. I know I'd mentioned it before. I have it in 8.0 complete in box, but just surreal that I finally, I actually looking at a sealed 7.0 ACL rating for N64 GoldenEye game that both of us played way too many hours growing up. Just happy to have it to the collection. Microsoft released that 360 remake. Oh, 
Please release that for everything. Give it to Microsoft. Give it to Play. Give it to let everyone enjoy that. It looked so good. It let did. someone finish it, please. That was it. That was episode two forty six. A jam packed one. It was crazy. Of course, I'm sure crazy stuff will happen next week as well. I can't wait to bring it to you. Thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us this week. We will see you next week for episode two forty.